When I came to Australia, it was too difficult for me because I can't speak English, no job, uh, new country, new thing, new culture. And when the people speak English, I don't know what they say. I just uh, crying. Yeah. Now, no, it's easy and I love Australia. <laughs> this week on Dirty Linen, we are focusing on people who arrived in Australia as refugees and contributed so much to our society and culture. Uh, refugees in Australia sometimes have a really hard road even once they arrive in this country. Uh, so I would love to put forward the idea that we welcome them with generosity and support them to create and make the most of the opportunities that we have in this country. Today's guest is a beautiful cook from Iran, Shanaz Albokalife, uh, works with an incredible Melbourne organisation called Free to Feed, which uh, brings the food of refugee cooks to the community. Shanaz, welcome to Dirty Linen. Thank you. Thank you. It's so great to have you on the show. Uh, tell us about your home city in Iran. Yeah. I'm Shanaz and I'm from Ahwaz. Ahwaz, big city in South Iran, uh, where most people are Arabic there. Yeah. Okay. And tell us about food in your life in Iran. Uh, what was food like growing up? And, and tell us about learning to cook. Yeah. Uh, uh, the best reason makes the people together, it's uh, making food. Uh, because it's the best reason to uh, uh, collect all the family together, uh, which is in our weekend is uh, Thursday and Friday. All the family, like my sister, my brothers, which get married, they coming to visit the parents, we sitting together. And the special dish which we eat in that uh, day is a fish, which is uh, <laughs> so special for me, this dish. When I uh, taught uh, my students in the cooking experience in it, free to feed, always I told them fish is so special for me because it's remember my home country, which we used to eat this dish with hot bread, which my mom, she baked hot bread and my sisters, they're frying the fish. Yeah. Uh, and most of the people in South Iran, Ahwaz, because we have the big river in the city, every day the people catch the fresh fish. And so we used to eat like uh, three times a week fish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. So what sort of ingredients would you cook this fish with? And is it is it with spices? Is it with rice? Is it is it in a is it a wet dish or is it grilled? How do you do it? No, it's a, yeah, it's with the rice, which is with green rice. How is green? We chop the fresh dill and with board bean. We fry board bean and should be garlic in this dish makes the dish is so yummy. Yeah, it's yeah we mix the fresh dill and board bean with uh, steaming rice and 
hot bread, fresh bread, and fish. Sometimes we make the fish like um, we make it barbecue, and sometimes now we f uh, we fry the fish. And yeah, it's so special for me. Yeah, and not too much spicy. Actually, Persian food is not uh, too much spicy. It's like a mild, not too much spicy. Sounds so delicious. And how do you find the fish in Australia compared to the fish in Iran? Uh, it's a little bit different, which we don't have like a Boromondi fish in Iran. But in Australia, we used to cook and we teach the people with like a Boromondi filler, which is so young and actually it's expensive, <laughs> but it's so young. But we have some of uh, kind of fish in Australia, which we can find it in Iran, but some of them, no, it's, we couldn't find it yet. Interesting. And Shanaz, did you learn to cook uh, at an early age? Uh, actually, no, uh, I was 18 when I got married. Uh, so I didn't know any cooking and my mother-in-law taught me how to cook. Because in my home uh, family, my mother, my sisters, and yeah, they all, they cooking. And I was the youngest Dora. <laughs> and no time for it, it taught me, you know. And when I got married, yeah, my mother-in-law taught me how to cook. Yeah, she was my first teacher in my life too. Ah, yeah. and what was that process like? What were some of the dishes she taught you? And did you enjoy learning to cook? Yeah, first uh, they taught me, you can make eggs, like an omelette for us. And I was cracked the eggs in the pan without any oil and the salt. And yeah, <laughs> yeah and after that, uh, my mother-in-law, she was like, uh, don't worry. Yeah, we want, I want to teach you how you make the food. You want to be a perfect cookie. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so after that, she showed me how first we're making the omelette because it's a simple way, just with tomorrow and eggs onion. And after that, uh, step by step, she taught me how to cook uh, the like a main dish, the dip, the bread, the yogurt, how we make the yogurt, how we make the tomato paste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's, um, yeah, sounds like a real university there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of university, yeah. Uh, so, Shanaz, I know that you came to Australia as a refugee. Is there anything that you would like to share about your reason for leaving Iran and your journey to Australia? Uh, yeah, my husband, he came to Australia and uh, because the staying women alone in our culture is not not right to be alone there it was very difficult because the people especially arabic people so strict to like a woman alone with and i was young like 38 and so uh, i was decided to follow my husband yeah and yeah my husband some reason he left us uh, iran but I have to follow him. When I came to Australia, it was too difficult for me because I can't speak English. No job, uh, the new country, new thing, new culture. And when the people speak English, I don't know what they say. I just uh, crying. 
yeah it was too difficult for me and yeah now no it's easy and I love Australia <laughs> yeah how long ago was it that you arrived here Shanaz? Uh, I arrived in 2013 with my children wow and in Iran I mean I know you're doing the cooking experiences here in Melbourne you know you're you're working as as a as a cook was it were you working in Iran? Was it were women um, in your position with a family also having a job? Uh, no, actually, it's difficult. The, the women work. I I wasn't work when I was in my home country. Uh, actually, like uh, maybe twenty percent of women they work in Iran, and should be women work not next like uh, as a teacher or some we have. At least like a 20, 10 percent, we have doctor women. It's special in our um, uh, city, Ahwaz, the Arabic people. Uh, yeah, it was difficult to f- like a work. I- I'm not working in Iran. I just finished year 12 and I straight away I got married. Yeah. And so, I mean, you mentioned it was so difficult to come here without speaking English. What about other other things that you had to adjust to here. How how has it been for you over the over the past decade? Uh, because when I arrived, I was alone, and I travelled alone with little kids. Yeah, and yeah, when I arrived, no English. It's a new area. The home is different. Um, and anything, it was new for me. And especially when I want to like uh, drop off and pick up the kids from the school, no any like uh, um, I, I can't drive the car. It's, it was uh, no right to study, no right to like uh, uh, work. It was too difficult. We missed uh, all my family, all my memory in Iran. And yeah. I was like uh, uh, depressed for a couple years, but after that, I was so happy. After that, I decided to learn English. I went to the Melbourne Polytechnic. I studied there. I finished certificate four. Yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, for a couple years, it was difficult, but after four five years, it was easy, like uh, more than before. Yeah. Shanaz, tell me about connecting with Free to Feed and the kind of experiences that you offer there. Yeah, so after when government announced you can work, so I, I decided to find a job. Uh, I went to the Brotherhood in Epping and they showed me the organization, uh, free, the name is Free to Feed. They uh, need the people to like a, a cooking instructor, assistant so I went there and I meet with the, the manager and yeah they accept me they uh, make a like a time and appointment for the for training and even they pay for the training they pay the the people I've been work with lovely people free to feed which I call it is second home for me uh, it's like uh, it's it's 
actually when I work with lovely people, uh, I feel comfortable, safe and happy. And I work with lovely people since 2018. Yeah, it's, I love my job actually free to feed the help, the people, special asylum seeker. Yeah, I feel very comfortable with them. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that, um, yeah, you connected with Free to Feed. So if somebody books in for one of your Persian cooking experiences, what could they expect? A guest, as a guest? Yeah. Oh, they they very lovely, you know, <laughs> because it was, yeah. I, actually, I love all the people, but when I see the people is like a Persian, I was I was excited and surprised. Oh, the Persian coming to our class too. Yeah, I have. Really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have like a four a cooking instructor, Irani. And yeah. And what sort of dishes will you teach them? Uh, actually, I have uh, so many uh, like uh, classes for the vegan people, vegetarian people. Uh, I have uh, meat cooking a class <laughs> your fish yeah it's so amazing the fish <laughs> yeah um, yeah I have like a four uh, kind of class for any uh, like uh, uh, for the gluten free celiac people yeah I have different special class yeah Wow, that sounds amazing. And Shana's, I mean, I'm sure people learn a lot about you and, and your life as, as well as Persian food when they're at your classes. But what, what would you like the Australian community to know about refugees? Uh, yeah, I had classes, which I was so nervous. It was in election day. And I, when I tell them my story, which because I left my uh, one of my daughter in Iran. When I left her, she was 15 years old. She was engaged in our culture. We have to like uh, stay with next to husband or like uh, uh, we, we couldn't leave him and come with family when engaged. So she was engaged and I left her and she's now mom and she has a two little daughter. And when I uh, share my story, with my guests, Australian people. Actually, they was amazing. And all my guests and my students is was amazing. And in, in five years, I didn't have like uh, any problem with uh, any anyone. So they are so kind. They listen to uh, my story when I share my story. Yeah, when I tell them, this is election day, please help us. If the labor <laughs> win, we can get, yeah, they can uh, give the, uh, like a visa to the people. I've been like uh, eight years with bridging after eight years with temporary protection visa. It's, it sounds like when I got visa, I can't see my daughter. It's, it's too difficult for like a separated mom and daughter for like a 12 years. Yeah, they, they, most of them, Shana's finger across, we all, yeah, we want to, <laughs> we, with labor, like, uh, we want to support the refugee people. Yeah, that's, it's one of the, the support uh, of my guests, yeah. 
Wow. I think when people hear those personal stories, they can really relate and think, oh my goodness, imagine being separated from my daughter or my mother. And you just understand that, you know, it's real people with, you know, with broken hearts um, wanting to see each other. So, uh, you know, the Labor government was elected and there were some changes to refugee policy. A lot, a lot of people on temporary protection visas were given a pathway to permanent residency. As, is that what's happened to you? Has your permanent residency come through? Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, we apply will, yeah. for the yeah, per, permanent visa. Yeah, and, we're waiting. <laughs> and then would you hope that you and your daughter can meet in a third country? Because I imagine... You couldn't co- go back to Iran, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. It's yeah. It's like a dream for me to visit my daughter, and she can, yeah, see me. Absolutely. I mean, I also have my fingers crossed for you and your daughter now, Shana. Thank you so much. Appreciate. Thank you. Um, I heard a beautiful story through feet, free to feed about you, Shana's, which was. When you had childhood school lunches, you used to carry a little bowl and spoon. Can you tell me about that? Yes. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it's my vegan class. I have vegan class, which is the, the food is, has, uh, all the food has a story, which uh, one of them is a Horake Lubia Chiti, which is a, a board, uh, like a, uh, the beans, uh, like a kidney beans, it's every day when I was little girl, I was seven years old, and we have to carry like a small bowl with a spoon. And in the lunchtime, they gave us like a, this dish, which is with mushroom, onion, tomato paste, and the, the beans. It's so yum and dry lemon. It's so like a, like it's a porcelain and uh, yeah, it's special for the vegan people in Australia. But I used to eat it when I was little girl. Yeah, and a small pocket of milk and a small package of uh, pistachio which is all combined together. It's a completely healthy food for the kids for the primary school. Yeah, it's, it's any, anything, any dishes has a story, which this a special story when I was little girl. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, it does sound so healthy when you think about some of the lunches uh, that, is, that kids have in Australia. You know, it sounds much more healthy than a Vegemite sandwich. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any Australian, any food that you've seen in Australia that was new to you that you think is really interesting or really tasty? Actually, uh, Persian people, it's they love meat. And we don't have any vegetarian people in Iran. Uh, I, I'm not a vegetarian like uh, herbs and the veggie is exp- is a cheaper than the meat, which when I came to Australia, I saw is opposite. The meat is expensive, uh, cheaper, and the herbs and the veggie is expensive than the meat. Yeah, I was surprised. And I used to eat the, the veggie <laughs> because, yeah, 
I, I, I used to eat just the meat, meat in, uh, in our family. Like, for example, when I have guests, it's, it's bad to just serve like a veget uh, vegetarian food. Should be uh, one kind of the the dishes. It should be like a meat, chicken, fish, or uh, meat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. An interesting cultural difference. I think, you know, from what I know about Persian food, there is such a, a big, like herbs are so important and big, big portions of herbs. Like when you came to Australia and saw our tiny bunches of herbs, <laughs> did you yeah, feel very yes. shocked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I when I show my mom, sometimes I pick the herbs. I want to make like a salad. And I show her, mom, you know, this is how much. And mom, you know, with this uh, much of money, I can uh, buy all the, the herbs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, uh, like a different. Really different. Because in Iran, there's shops that only sell herbs, right? Yeah. We have in the summer, we have so many fresh herbs. We buy it and we make it dry for the winter. We keep it in the we make it dry sometimes or we steam it and we put it in the freezer. Yeah, we have so many like a cucumber tomato farm, buttermelon farm. It's not far, same as Australia, like a strawberry farm. You have to drive like a one hour. No, it's like a 10, 20 minutes to arrive to the farm and you can buy straight away from the farm, like a cucumber tomato, watermelon, rock melon, uh, parsley, coriander, any any herbs already, yeah. Mm. It sounds, yeah, sounds great to be so close to produce. Um, Shanaz, it's such a, a pleasure and a privilege to talk to you today. Is there anything else that you'd like to say? Uh, no, thank you so much. And yeah, just one thing. Uh, I want to say big thanks from Free to Feed. It's my second home, Free to Feed. And all my family, because I missed my family. I don't have any family here. Sister, brothers, all the free to feed is my sister and my brother. And they help the people. I want to say big thanks from them. And yeah, thank you so much for your time too. <laughs> uh, it's such a pleasure. And I know everyone at Free to Feed is thinks you're so amazing so yeah i am sure they they love having you in their family as well um shanaz thank you so much for sharing your time today it's been a real pleasure you're welcome my pleasure thank you so much for your time and speak with you it was lovely <laughs> yeah, it was yeah so nice yeah thank you This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. Peace.